0: As a true football fan, you already know every weekend our favorite Gridiron Warriors put their skills to the test. So why aren't you doing the same? MyBookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They also have all the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sports book on the planet. We're on Earth, in case you guys didn't know. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, like Caleb the Greek, pick your locks for the week. Put them together in one parlay bet, and when they all come together, the rewards will be
2: huge. They
0: will be huge. Take it from the Greek. (laughs) best part is, if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in $1,000, they'll give you $1,000. You don't have to be Wolfgang Amadeus Einstein to know this is a smart move. Use the promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R, to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. So visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win,
2: you get paid,
0: and possibly laid.
2: throw Slam. This bugs for you, Mizzou. Johnson, and he's gone. Touchdown, Missouri. You don't get no better than that, man. Tigers trying to turn up the tempo on second and five with a 40. Ryan with the time. The pass is it Ryan, and a touchdown. Hand off to Rountree, running left. Gets 35 to the 40. Left sideline around the back. This is the Mazzotcast.
1: Howdy, Tiger fans, and welcome to the Mazzotcast. I'm your host, Brennan Anthony. Joining me, as always, is Ed Ogeron's neck barber, Colin Anthony. What's up, dum-dums? Not joining us tonight is Caleb Bungart. And uh, why couldn't Caleb come? He had a country club meeting. Oh, la-tu-da. Yeah, Bushwood. Yeah, that's uh, and, uh.
0: Had to get together and figure out what's next.
1: It's not the first time he's missed for a uh, country club meeting. And I'm yeah,
0: well, I mean, it's uh, the fight to keep minorities out, Brennan, is ongoing, and, and it's a fight that Caleb's not willing to give up on.
1: I think you and I are both on the record saying he shouldn't do that. <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> this is taking a nasty turn already. It sure uh, has.
1: Caleb's a snooty motherfucker. Yeah, know let's, that. I
0: mean, let's. It's taking a nasty turn. Let's be honest. Brennan and I are both open-minded individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caleb is a r- terrible racist.
1: Mm-hmm. While he's not here, I think it's safe to say he's a racist.
0: <laughs>
1: exactly. Now, if he were here to defend himself, I don't. I wouldn't even want to bring it up. No,
0: no, I wouldn't bring it up at all. But now than me.
1: now that he's defenseless, yeah, and sure. not here, he's not only a racist, he's a sexist and a homophobe.
0: Yeah, I agree with all that.
1: Yeah. Well, we haven't brought you a show in a long time. Apparently, that doesn't matter to Caleb, who's at his fancy country club mm-hmm. high on the hills. But uh, it's we figured it was time. National championship night yep that is clemson and lsu are going head-to-head in a battle of the titans death valleys versus tigers they're they're almost the exact same team yeah clemson has not lost a game in two years lsu looks utterly unbeatable yeah the, i think it was five and a half to six and a half point spread we've seen
0: i think i told our our patreon uh listeners that i i, I think lsu could win by two touchdowns and then i keep thinking god trevor lawrence is a really good fucking quarterback maybe i'm just
1: Stupid. Well, and also Dabo Swinney. He's been there before. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, this is not.
0: Despite his name being Dabo.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know. And you think that would hold him back in life. He sounds lot.
0: like a clown. You know, yeah. like, oh, Bozo and his assistant Dabo.
1: If I knew nothing else about these teams, you said, give me Dabo or Ed to win. I'm going to take Ed every, every time. time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think of him as an Ed. You, no. They either call him Ed O or Coach O. I mean, do you think anyone, do you think his wife calls him Ed? No, she calls him that big, fat,
0: greasy guy that pounds her ass.
1: Mm-hmm. He has that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ed Ogeron's neck is, I don't know, the size of a 600-year-old oak tree. <laughs> yeah, It's a huge, huge neck. But um, the game itself, I don't know. I just have so much faith in this LSU offense. I do, too. Joe Burrow. All the
0: Dabos in the world aren't going to have him. Dabo and his, his son, who has more jewelry and a grill like a – Who's that rapper used to have that giant clock around their neck?
1: Flavor Flav? <laughs> yeah.
0: Have you seen Dabo Sweeney's kids? Oh. <laughs> they go full Flavor Flav.
1: Dabo's son. Yeah. Who um, is, dr- I guess he's just, I don't know what you call him, the Mr. T of, uh,
0: <laughs> of, of Silver
1: Spooned Heirs. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, yeah, he's dripping. I blame mom.
0: Oh, I blame both of them for it. I mean, at some point, you're a football coach. You're going to let
1: your son- Bling bling. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, good lord. He's covered in jewelry. Mm-hmm. His hat is. His hair is like eight feet long. Or at least it was for a time. <laughs> it's I all mean, over the place. Yeah. He, I mean, he just is what you don't want your daughter to date.
0: Imagine if you could make just like the the term the the arbitrary term millennial into a person, mm-hmm. and that's Dabus with his child.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's. I mean, he is the kid that sells your kid weed.
0: <laughs> oh without question.
1: I mean if you're if that kid doesn't sell weed, you can cut my pinky toe off right now.
0: Well, he's probably going to be wealthy enough to just
1: give it to his friends. Mhm. <laughs> now- Should
0: we talk about kids?
1: Well, see, that's the thing I was going to say. I was going to tweet something about it. Look, we haven't said his name. No, that's the kid's true. on TV. Yeah, that's true. It's a thing on TV and at it's a football not, game. It's not, We're talking it's, about football games.
0: I mean, games. speculating about whether he'll sell weed may be over the line, but I don't. It's saying he's it's, I'm not it's saying, obviously purchased the Mr. T starter kit mm-hmm. is not out of line. I, I'm not
1: saying the kid is selling weed. I'm saying he looks like every person who's ever sold weed. <laughs> Fair enough. So Fair enough. I think that is an adult way to handle that situation. Yeah, I
0: feel like we're both very mature.
1: Mm-hmm. I agreed. You know I I am really, really confident on LSU, and I think you look at these two teams, and I think when you've got the best of the best, which you clearly have here, mm-hmm. you kind of got to look at their worst games. I feel like that is how you can really determine what you're looking at. Yeah. And Clemson and LSU had very different schedules. LSU had the SEC West, and I don't care where you come from. I don't care if you're Danny Connell. You have to admit that is the toughest schedule in college football. That's a buzzsaw. And I would say other than Clemson, the ACC has never been weaker. Uh, traditional powers like Florida State and Miami are Cab absolute burgers. garbage. Mm-hmm. And they just had an easy row. Yeah. That's the kind of thing you look at. And so I look at Clemson's record. They played an SEC team in Texas A&M, and they won 24 to 10. We know that Texas A&M is not that good of a football team. We know that. So that that's scary. You know what else Clemson did? They won 21 to 20 against North Carolina. hmm Sorry, that's not a good win. And well, LSU, where does LSU stack up? Though? LSU has never had a game like that this entire season. I mean, LSU's record is: let's see, they put on they put fifty eight on Ole Miss, they put fifty six on Arkansas, they put fifty on Texas A and M, they won thirty seven to ten in the SEC championship game against Georgia. They beat Oklahoma, exposed Oklahoma. They put sixty three points on Oklahoma, sixty three to twenty eight. This is a team that doesn't—their worst win, because they have no losses, was a win over Texas 45-38. to 38. They still put up 45 points, and this was early in the season when Texas thought that they were back again, because mm-hmm. that's what they do every And then, year. by
0: the way, they are not. News update, Texas is still not back. Yeah, update.
1: Thank you for the news update, Colin. Yeah, so I mean, I just look at what the two teams have done throughout the season, and Clemson has had some close calls. I don't think LSU ever has. They ju- they have not gone a single game without putting up at least 45 points on somebody. And, I mean, I heard somebody on the radio today saying, take the under. I'm like, what the fuck are
0: you talking uh, about? I don't know. I, I mean, I guess.
2: Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait auto trader
0: i mean i i remember when uh clemson beats alabama i was like well just get ready for clemson to be just murdered by alabama you know Mm -hmm. and then they won so i'm just like oh maybe i don't know i don't know the closer it gets the harder it is i mean the one thing i'll say about this national championship you have two top shelf quarterbacks playing Mm -hmm. this game and i mean the best quarterbacks the best quarterbacks in college football are playing in this game and quarterbacks not just the best quarterbacks in college football but the best like professional prospects too i mean You could have argued that Tim Tebow was one of the best quarterbacks in college football when he was going to the national championship, but he was never in any way a good quarterback. Right. You know, He was a winning quarterback, but I mean, like when you look at his skill set, you went, oh, that guy should definitely uh, play tight end in the NFL. (laughs) And you know what, Tim Tebow, you'd still be playing in the NFL if you had just swallowed your giant Christian pride (laughs) and and fucking played tight end instead of trying – I mean, he throws a football – it's a dead duck. He should have played tight end. I, I wish one of his family members had got to him. I digress. The fact is, is though, we have the best two pro prospects in this game, especially since two is hurt.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think even if two are we're at full health, yeah, you both of got these guys be, yeah. are better quarterbacks. I agree, I really do.
0: I don't and know. I don't. I mean, yeah. Okay. Th- I'll go with that.
1: Do you think I'll anybody's less happy tonight than Nick Saban? Who is uh, free to golf?
0: No, I don't know. Um, I kind of makes me happy to think he's miserable. Just he is
1: miserable. I guarantee you, Nick Saban well, is sitting. I at guarantee home.
0: nothing. He hates more because he's you know he's such a fucking goody goody douche pump. You know, Bill Belichick esque. That you know nothing makes him matter than than basically what is essentially a giant mush mouth redneck beating him. You know what I mean? Like Ed yeah. Ogeron, the most unrefined blathering idiot, is like he's the one beating Nick Saban, and that just <laughs> drives him crazy.
1: Yeah. I think probably Nick Saban is debating whether he's even going to watch the game. Like he doesn't want to watch the game, but he knows he has to watch. Here's what I
0: know: is that since Nick Saban and Ed Augeron have left college, only one of them smashed a beer can on their head before. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm I'm going to leave it open that maybe in college, back at the old. Was it Tulane? Was that where they pl- he played?
1: No, Kent State.
0: Kent State, that's right, because he played with Gary Pinkle. We've that's all heard right. that story a thousand times. But I'm, I'm going to say Kent State, maybe he smashed a beer can on his head. But I'm telling you what, Ed Ogeron's done it the last five years.
1: Oh, yeah. Ed Ogeron's done it today. <laughs> you don't think Ed Ogeron's going into this game sober, do you? Well,
0: I know that this, every time he
1: drinks a beer, he smashes it on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> if a beer is getting consumed, even if it's a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's a home game for LSU. This thing's being played in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It is honestly – it's set up for the entire state of it Louisiana. It would be a huge
0: disappointment if Clemson – it would be a huge upset if Clemson wins this game. I don't care how small they make this bread. I mean, this is essentially, like you said, a home game.
1: Mm-hmm. LSU's the better team. They're playing in a home situation – The only, I mean, really the only things that I think Clemson have going in their favor is that they have the greatest, one of the greatest quarterbacks in the entire um, college football. And they've got a quarterback who's proven he can win mm-hmm. in the, at the highest of high levels. So <laughs> when I say the only things they have going in their favor, I would take either of those in yeah. a heartbeat. So
0: enjoy listening to all of this. Uh huh. After you know the outcome. When you we are talking a lot
1: about a game that people have already seen, which is only going it, to, it's not a good idea, Colin, because it's only going to expose how stupid we are sure. when everything we sure. said doesn't happen. Sure. But uh, I do think it, Anytime you got a national title game with teams of this caliber, it's going to be good football and it's not likely to be a blowout. I'm just going to interrupt here and we're going to take our first break. Since it's an all Southern national championship game, why don't we celebrate with some Southern country music during our commercial break all day today? This is the Mazodcast.
2: Yeah, all right, Harlan. All right, Brantley. <laughs> Give me an all right. It's Saturday night, time to have some fun Gonna drink some beers, gonna shoot my gun Then I notice the date's 2-23 And that's a birthday to someone special to me So I got some candles and I got some cake And I told everyone to meet me by the lake I got in my truck four years ago today And that makes this the truck's birthday Pick a truck birthday party, everyone's invited The trucks honk their horns and they get excited. Pick a truck, birthday party, having a blast. I got him a birthday cake made of gas. And instead of party hats, the trucks wear traffic cones. And instead of birthday clowns, they hire a mechanic Instead of singing happy birthday, trucks honk their horns. Some do car alarms, but most honk horns. Honk, honk, trucks' birthday. Honk, honk, Chuck's birthday Honk, honk, Chuck's birthday
1: And we're back Uh, The football season has long since ended for Mizzou. We've only talked, I guess, one episode about our new coach Drinkowitz. We're
0: still working on Drinkowitz. We're going to get him in for an interview. mm
1: -hmm. We've been uh, negotiating with. Yeah, we've
0: We we we, we've lost that relationship with uh,
1: Coach Odom. Coach Odom. Well, I would say we've we've lost it. He has been blowing up my phone as much as we're trying to get Drinkowitz on the show. We're trying to keep Barry off. (laughs) Yeah, he wants to talk, guys. Ever since he got hired by Arkansas, he is high on the hog. No pun intended. And uh, really wants to brag about it. But we want to hear from our real coach, uh, Drinkowitz. He's filled out his roster. I've noticed that, uh, you know, he had a. He had no time to recruit, right? Sure. Like, um, But he did a good job of securing most of Barry Odom's recruits, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of offers going out on Twitter now. He is hitting the trail very hard, yep. and I think hopefully this will start to pay off soon. I think there is a, always a, new, a buzz about a new coach, even though I have to say he is a weird-looking guy a little bit. He strikes me as such a nerd. But he he's looks very enthusiastic. Very, and yes. I, Everybody said, "Oh, he's a, he's a ball
0: of energy, he's an enthusiasm guy." And then I heard his first the first time I heard him on an interview on the radio, and he's like, oh, "Oh, you know," it's like he didn't sound very enthusiastic. He yeah. sounded very monotone. But I mean, he wasn't what I expected.
1: I think what was off putting to me is he's got a kind of a weird comb over situation mm-hmm. going. Um It's he's not bald, Brendan. This is the only show that's going to talk about his hair. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm just starting. I know.
0: I'm just saying, I want to make sure our listeners know that this is what you tune in for.
1: Well, keep in mind, it is January 13th in me, a year. Let me, we what, let
0: me tell you what Gabe Yarren ain't writing about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's wits' part.
1: Well, I got a feeling that that might be because it's a little too close to home if you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, yeah, so he does have the beginnings of what I would call a come over. hmm Because it's going the yeah, hairline is going. moving it's, back
0: it's not it's not healthy
1: and uh barry odom had the good sense to start shaving quick and soon yeah, right sure. like barry odom's hairline was nobody knew where it stood no because it was just kept it yeah. trim you could set your clock to his haircut sure but uh I think Drinkwood still has some of those Joe Namath fantasies. But <laughs> it ain't happening in drink. I don't
0: know what care what kind of hair he had. He was never Joe Namath.
1: <laughs> it ain't happening in drink. You need to trim that shorter. Yep. Don't go with the comb over because the comb over has not been a thing since. I mean, first of all, I don't know any time. that no, comb over has
0: never been a thing. But
1: there, but before, shaving your head was invented.
0: Sure.
1: Well, let's put it this. Shaving your head is a lot like. Um, what my grandma would say back
0: when. back when only hoods. Shave their head. <laughs> well, I was
1: going to say that... <laughs> <laughs> Shaving your head is a lot like blues music. Yeah. It was invented by black people early on, sure, you know, sure. like a, okay, I can buy that. Michael Jordan Michael shaved Jordan his, his head and it just looked right, you know, yeah, like sure. a, a picture of Michael Jordan with hair seems weird.
0: And LeBron James did not get the memo.
1: No, he, he just didn't.
0: keeps fi- he keeps getting that He's drinking
1: what's in it. Yeah, this he's, is what he's doing.
0: He's got the spray paint stuff on. Yeah. Like, literally LeBron James's hairline changes throughout the course of the did game. Did you
1: see where like his head was bleeding? Like yeah. yeah, it's bad news. Just shave your head. What are you doing? I know. I I mean, it'll His do- hair is literally a- a millimeter long at its It maximum. looks fine. It's direct. Yeah. Somebody told LeBron James, if you have enough money, you can have hair. Yeah. And I think it was George it. Clooney.
0: I mean, he probably believed it easily enough. I mean, you know, Magic Johnson's like, if you have enough money, you don't have to have AIDS.
1: Mm, and that's he's true. like, hey, you
0: know, <laughs> hair's not that big a chore. I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's <hair's laughs> a
1: lot better than AIDS.
0: Yeah. You know. And Michael Jordan, Michael Magic Johnson
1: bought his way out. Right. And so George Clooney has not given LeBron James or Jude Law. The no. cure to baldness. No, Though it's he not. has it, we obviously know. Obviously. Yeah. and Or um, – Jeremy Piven. <laughs> <laughs> or Alec Baldwin. He's keeping the secret to himself. Oh, guys, you, for those
0: of you who don't know who uh, Caleb Bumgart is, hmm. and you should because he's the host of the show. Right. If you want to know what Caleb's hair looks like, see Alec Baldwin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, it. you couldn't – if you took a credit card yeah. and just tried to slide it up his forehead, it would stop at the hairline. <laughs> you couldn't get it through.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. Well, back to Drinkowitz. Sure. He is not like that. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it is wispy. It's, it is, it's wispy. It's a wispy hair. And it, I mean, it's probably even hard to shave. Question it's so a wispy. Yeah. How
0: important is hair to
1: winning football games? It's not that important, oh, okay, probably, good. but you're going to be seen on television a lot sure. as a football coach. So come on, you know, God, have who a little. Was West respect.
0: Virginia's coach was that Hoyberg or whatever. Like <laughs> the guy was just like a
1: <laughs> holster. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Him.
0: Am I am I getting that right? Or? You're in the ballpark. <laughs> so, as am I? Ho- Hogerson, Hogerson, yeah, is that right? Dana Hogerson, Dana Hogerson, yeah. yeah. He looked like Bernie Sanders. Like, yeah. so, like, <laughs> imagine Bernie Sanders only at. 45. Like, yeah. Just completely unsure of what a comb is right. or how it works. I
1: grew up in an island where <laughs> combs didn't exist. <laughs> you
0: Nina know, Hogerson looked like Roy Munson in the, in the kingpin where he just, or no, it was Big Earn McCracken. His hair just
1: wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I like, 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 Hey,
0: buddy, you're on national television. Don't, don't sweat it, man. Don't sweat it. It's <laughs> yeah. fine.
1: I feel like uh, Bernie Sanders, though, makes Big Ern McCracken look like uh, Ed Grimley from <laughs> Martin Short Saturday Night Live days. I mean, it is. <laughs> Bernie Sanders' hair is everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like his and political nowhere. positions. Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> it's everywhere and nowhere. Yeah. Anyway, this is so far off a field. Yeah, sure. But, but uh, we're talking I'm, about Bernie Sanders. I meant to talk about basketball, mm-hmm. but uh oh, let's go talk to about that. Drinks. Let's talk
0: about Drinkowitz. Okay, Drinkowitz has bad hair. Moving on.
1: <laughs> I, I was talking. He was. He's recruiting hard though. Sure. I think, sure. It, you know. Well, I, next week we'll talk about his glasses. I'm not sure. a fan. Okay. Anyway, spoiler.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Basketball. We somehow beat the University of Florida. Gators. Well, I know how.
0: We beat like 70% from right. the three-point line.
1: Every once in a while, God comes down with his finger and touches your team, and they mm-hmm. can't miss baskets. Yeah. Normally, he touches his finger to our team, and they do the opposite thing. Sure. But uh, that night, our He touches
0: them, and they, their Achilles tendons explode or something
1: like <laughs> Yeah, that, that. has happened to our team in the yeah. past. But uh, against Florida, we—a a team that usually can't score 55 points a night— Mm-hmm. Couldn't miss. Yeah, Just absolutely couldn't miss. And I think Florida was absolutely dumbstruck by it because this is not the team they were expecting. And much as has been advertised with Conzo Martin, we've had a stingy defense and are unable to score points. And then Mm -hmm. you added points to the mix. Miraculously, we turned into a decent football team, basketball team, without – the help from Jeremiah Tillman, which is only six minutes different from what yeah, he is yeah, in basically. the game. Yeah, he's
0: we, the same. If there's one indictment of Conzo Martin is that Jeremiah Tillman, from the day he stepped on a canvas to today, is the exact same person.
1: Yeah, he just drew another foul. Yeah, he's even though he's injured, he has played less basketball. I mean, it's almost like Michael Porter Junior esque how little mm-hmm. basketball that guy has played. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, what are we? Three years into the Jeremiah Tillman mm-hmm. era. And, I mean, at first, I feel bad for him because he gets called for a lot of bullshit fouls, sure. as what big men are apt to do. Mm-hmm. But, damn, he draws a lot of them himself, and mm-hmm. he still, as a junior, is no more polished polished than a freshman who is just came in like a bull in a china shop. And I'll be honest, you know, the Illinois fans who were had sour grapes because he chose us over them. Mm-hmm. We're saying that you've gotten a very unpolished basketball player. And we're like, we'll take a giant basketball player, polished or not polished. But mm-hmm. I think the hopes were maybe that Conzo could train him up a little bit better than it has yeah. happened because it's no different. Mm-hmm. He is so strong and he dominates so much space in the lane. But it's all for not because he, everybody's timid around. He him.
0: can't play more than six minutes in a stretch. I mean, because it's going—he's going to fa- get in foul trouble. I
1: would him. like to see that guy play in a game where the refs had a little less aptitude. To had blow decided the whistle to
0: let him play a little bit
1: because he's so strong. You know, in in an era, a different era, one could bang around a little bit, mm-hmm. and that guy could probably do some damage. Yeah. But in the I Doug mean,
0: Smith days, yeah, this is a
1: finesse league, I think, because it seems like the whistle blows all the fucking yeah. time. And uh anyway, the Tigers have had a couple of horrible fucking games including the game before Florida we played Tennessee at home. Tennessee is a trash team mm-hmm. and I'm sure that people look at Missouri as a trash team yep. because we've had some horrible losses, but Tennessee is a legit trash team. They were on our home court and Missouri didn't even show up. I mean it well, you was know just who's not fucking up terrible. also
0: is fans. I mean the fucking arena is empty.
1: Yeah. Well, to be fair Florida was taking place in the middle of a snow and ice storm. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I think they were probably going to have a lot more people at that game uh, where the weather to cooperate. But I'll be honest, since they built Mizzou Arena in, I think, 2004. Mm-hmm, something like that. It just hasn't had the same level of enthusiasm that the Hearn Center once had. We've had held. a
0: fucking team where to, to fill a – I mean, it's been – It some, has been some, that some long, long time.
1: honestly. I mean, we've had good teams, but – Never any consistency. No, we've never had a stretch of good teams. Mm-hmm. And
0: and honestly, Brennan, I mean, at some point we're guilty of what we can, we complain about the Tennessees and the, you know, the A&Ms of the world where they're just living on a, uh, on a memory. Because think about this. I mean, there was a time – in yours and my living memory that when mizzou was consistently good at basketball right and yeah, uh, no national those,
1: titles but yeah you know, we were we, in the tournament every year yeah
0: it was a respectable program we were always in the tournament and getting
1: to the ncaa tournament wasn't considered a thing, a thing yeah, to get it was a fireworks did, yeah, yeah it
0: was just a thing we did that's been a while i mean to the point where my kids certainly don't don't know it no um, you know it's uh I, I i would imagine several of the listeners to the show right now are going what are they talking about
1: yeah, you know, Mizzou ask your be. dad, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> ask your dad what it was like. Cause it's, cause at some point we're not a basketball school anymore. We're not even competitive basketball school. We're just a team that hasn't won shit. We haven't won a national championship and hasn't been consistently good in two decades.
1: Well, and I tell you what, if drinkowitz doesn't get the ship righted in football right away, mm-hmm. we're not going to be good at anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> our esports program kicks ass, <laughs> but most of my adult life, my childhood life, either the basketball team was good or the football team was good, and for a brief shiny moment they were both good,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but this is dull, t- dark times for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think if we are putting together five and seven seasons, four and eight seasons in basketball and football, and not making the tournament in mm-hmm. basketball, like God damn, you know. I just wonder how long Sturk's going to give Conzo.
0: I know that Sturkey boy. He uh, he he's big on that fan enthusiasm. I know it was one of the things that really soured him on uh, Barry Odom. And I'm going to tell you what there's not a lot of fan enthusiasm. What year are we with Conso now?
1: This is third year.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's. I mean if he's if we put him on the Barry Odom train, he's got one more year to shit the bed before he, we show him the door.
1: Yeah, and the first year was an incredibly strange year for Conzo because it was the whole Porter brother madness, you know, mm-hmm. that went on the craze, and of course that you know crashed and burned in a. I mean, Blaze Greek, of glory. Greek tragedy kind of way. <laughs> yeah, sure did. Um and so we had to start fresh because that was a incre- it was an incredible distraction the entire year because and I frankly I think Michael I can Porter still remember, Jr. you know sliding down my shower wall in Sears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do I remember that too. I was there. Um <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. I felt like fed the distraction too because he wouldn't <sighs> just say whether he was I'm still out. not
0: I'm still sour on him. Yeah. After all that, bull, that the the cryptic Instagram stuff. Blah, I blah,
1: mean, blah. they they were so young, you yeah. know. I mean, I they guess. didn't know what You're they were right. doing. You're right, but yeah, you know, I'm rooting for him. I mean, God, he's, he's, they
0: need better people in their, their circle. Though I'm gonna tell you that the decision making, like for instance, with uh, Jante. Hey, Jonte, enjoy selling used cars. I mean,
1: why didn't you come back to school? I don't know why he didn't. It didn't benefit him. Being tall isn't enough to be in the NBA. It's not the NFL where there's seven rounds of all these
0: picks. You know what I mean? I don't care how skilled he is. Tillman's got a better chance of being drafted because Tillman is bigger and stronger in guard his position. I've said that from fucking day one with Jonte. It's like Jonte is too big to not be able to play defense in the post, and he can't. And if you go to the NBA, guess what they're going to need you to do at his size? Play yeah. some fucking post defense
1: Nobody would have benefited From another year of college Like Jonte Porter I mean get that guy Feed him cheeseburgers And get him in the weight room he, is he, I mean, he has Hopefully he's in Europe this. Making
0: a lot of money Playing basketball I mean, I, I If he is I eat him. my words But it, he's definitely Going to the NBA draft with a bad fucking decision
1: Time to take another break Hope you enjoy this Country hit Oh
2: yeah Harlan Oh yeah Bradley. <laughs> you got time to give me one? Oh yeah Scott? Nope. All right. There once was a girl truck who didn't get invited to the truck school dance. No one asked her. She had to stay at home alone crying tears made of gas. The most popular truck in school invited her to the prom as a joke. All the jock trucks were gonna look at her and laugh at her expense. But then the boy truck took off the girl truck's glasses And realized just how pretty she was He learned that you can't judge a truck based solely on its appearance Because it's what's inside the truck that matters the most You gotta open up the hood to see what kind of engine's inside Then they both got elected king and queen of the Truck prom dance, truck prom dance, truck, truck prom dance Toot, beep, beep, honk, toot, beep, honk, beep Toot beep honk beep honk beep beep toot honk
1: beep. And we're back. And so Konzo's had to basically build for the last two years after the Porter crazy debacle. debacle.
0: I'll call it a debacle.
1: It was it was it's a debacle. It was
0: debacleist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but uh I think people were hoping, oh, he'll be a good recruiter. I mean he's gonna hit the St. Louis area mm-hmm. hard. Um he's not known for offensive teams, he's known for defensive teams. I think we're waiting on any of the positive at this point. He's he's gotten some guys, but he's never gotten the guy from a recruiting standpoint. The teams just haven't improved. I think that's what Cassius give-
0: Robertson, was, for me, is the best player. He, he was a in.
1: Juco transfer, and he mm-hmm. was as advertised when yep. it came to shooting. And Missouri – I'll tell you what. Missouri, as all the things Missouri basketball has needed over the years – we haven't had a pure shooter since like Paul fucking Olenny. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. a guy that could just, just post a it. Just hang around in the baby. corner softiest and just drop music. one in. Yeah, that's right. And it is fun to have one of those guys on your team, just those three-point specialists. Mm-hmm. Why not recruit a kid like that? I guarantee oh, you there you know, are kids a, out there. Gil, uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't Paul
0: Olenny though. I remember, remember the Gilbert days.
1: Clarence Gilbert. Clarence Gilbert pull up from he, the hash and just <laughs> hammer three. Oh, Clarence Gilbert was more streaky than those guys, but he, when he was on, there Watch was out. no more dangerous shooter than. You no, know uh, Another game one where- was
0: at uh, Dinman. Who yeah. wants to forget? He went to school here. Yeah. Uh, based on <laughs> some other stuff.
1: Yeah. That's but right.
0: uh, Damon can get hotter than Donut Grease, too.
1: Yeah. You know, he's not hot right now as Mario McKinney.
0: No, he's not. He's not on our, our basketball team
1: and anymore. And we are digging and finding out why. We're
0: trying. Yeah.
1: Console was, um, said, I will address the Mario McKinney situation after the game. They asked him after the game about the Mario McKinney situation, and he said, He's no longer a part of this team. That's all I'll say at this time. I'm like, Well, you didn't really address anything. Yeah. You just said nothing. Mm-hmm. So, all we know is we got he's, our feelers out there. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, it, I will say this about Mario McKinney's absence from the team. It became so regular for Mizzou players to just quit or go to another school or get kicked <laughs> off the team yeah. during the Kim Anderson era yeah. and Haith era yeah. that, I mean, it wasn't even hardly news. And yeah. so Mario McKinney gets kicked off the team, and I'm like, oh, something's happening. We yeah. need to be talking about it. Yeah. He has given us, if nothing else, stability, I suppose, on our roster because we were, I remember there's a point where it's like, <laughs> Who <laughs> was that big white guy who was just like, looked like everyone's dad?
0: Oh, uh looked like
1: a... He's only a couple years ago. People are going to be shouting like into a, the iPods, yeah, like iPhones. A, like for, a
0: 6 9 Croatian shopkeep.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, God, what was people it? are
1: screaming into yeah. their phones right now because we, we can't kept think kept joking about
0: having bolts in his neck because he looked like Franken, a Frankenstein monster. Yeah.
1: He was the only player on our team that had been there for more than a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we just kept turning people over. I think Missouri can't, we haven't been good at basketball since the four year player was a thing. You know what I mean? I think we haven't transitioned into the modern age where you get a guy for two years because we haven't been able to be successful in that era. We, we loved the Jason Sutherland's of the world who would come as a freshman, torment people for four straight years yeah. and then leave and never get a sniff of the NBA. Mm-hmm. That was what we liked and yeah. what we fed on. Yep. But, uh, we don't know what to do now. I mean, I think Jordan Clarkson is the last guy we've ever put in the NBA, and that's been some time.
0: Yeah, he wasn't even that good for us.
1: No, but he's he. Well, he he was pretty terrible for uh, Cleveland too. But <laughs> anyway, I mean, basketball bad. We should be putting a guy in the NBA every year. Yeah, you know, one would hope one would hope one, one, one guy. guy. Uh, that's a big ask, honestly. It's not a big ask for North Carolina. Well, you're dude. True. that's, true. that's and, true. And where do we want to be in this world? Yeah. Well, you know I, no, I mean? I I'm not saying we're ever going to be those Listen, guys, I'm, I, I, but uh, we should be. I
0: mean, if, you, if, you, if you're if going to ask me to guess right now, Conzo you know, Martin is not long for this world. I mean, he's going to get one more season. Sturt's not going to be in any rush to get rid of him because he hired him, but Conzo's not good enough. It's yeah. not
1: good enough. He's going to end up losing his job. That's my prediction. I guarantee you that dog shit cheating team to the west of us puts wants to have an NBA player on – their roster yeah, every
0: when are they going to get the houston astros fucking well one-year suspension for <sighs> cheating that uh, yeah that's when does kansas get to, get struck with that lightning bolt
1: based on the fact that we got a bull ban for doing absolutely fucking nothing i assume the ncaa ncaa is going to step up to the plate and do what they usually do
0: they're going to find a like they're the going to find
1: missouri and have to pay kansas because kansas is cheating
0: well i my my guess is is that based on what happened to missouri the, the The punishment for what Kansas has done would be they fly to Los Angeles, they go to Silicon Valley, they find the male porn star with the largest member, they fly him to uh, Topeka or Lawrence. Lawrence, sorry Lawrence, and uh, they let him just jackhammer. Bill Self I Mm. I assume that On top of obvious Like taking away scholarships And that sort of stuff But based on just What we got Mm -hmm. I would assume That there's some sort of Punishment lined out like that
1: Well that makes a lot of sense Sodomy (laughs) Sure
0: Painful painful sodomy I I mean it only makes sense Based on what happened to us For virtually nothing
1: One would think It would be something Of that nature But (laughs) the way the NCAA Don't disappoint me The NCAA (laughs) Knows nothing If not disappointment I'm pretty sure That it will be like A parking ticket it. rough that's trade that's what they're gonna get yeah. that's what i'm looking for yeah um <laughs> don't pin your hopes the ah, left, on the I'm rough hoping, trade route
0: <laughs> i'm hoping they go well, find, find some you know peter north Say, come on yeah. over
1: and uh bill self just has to grin and bear it um i'm gonna circle back to missouri you are you sure yeah. can,
0: i can i can get as, more, as graphic as you'd like
1: you're showing me you can how long do you give konzo i mean not if you're jim stirk but if, how long I'm for this season honestly if it's me you're done with him
0: well, I mean, it's not that I, he, he – unlike
1: some coaches that were just like
0: Kim Anderson that were just f- miserable failures, I'm just looking at Conzo's past. I'm looking at what I'm seeing now, and I'm like, he's just – he's middling. And like, so I'll keep him another year if I, I'm okay with middling, but I'm not. So I'm just getting ready right now. I'm like, I'm going to start. And and as an athlete director, they'd be like, oh, you know, that uh, that Anthony, he's he's pretty uh trigger happy. But I guess I am because I just look at Conzo and go oh. – you know he's a big fucking wet fart. Nothing.
1: <laughs> well, a couple of things. I'm going to take a disagreement with you. You're going to you take on.
0: exception to that it, characterization. Well,
1: one is we had to give Conzo a contract where he he cannot be fired after this mm-hmm. season. Sure. He is entitled to another year because we had been so miserable at uh, but basketball. No one wanted the job. No yeah. one wanted the job, and we had had a history of getting rid of people quick. Hate did not last long. Uh, Anderson did not last long, and uh, we—I d- think there was a feeling like we don't want to look like a school who gives a guy three years or yeah, fucking or else. pulling the hook. So um, I'm, I would be nervous that uh, it would be tough to get high co- quality coaches, knowing that Missouri is impatient. That being said, I, I would like to see one more year here. I. When it comes to basketball, I'd like you, to see four be, years.
0: I, I hope I'm wrong, but it's going to be a big wet fart. That's mm-hmm. co- The Conzo Martin era, that's what it's going to be.
1: Uh, it, three years, four years. I just feel better about four years. I mean, it's the term of a college sure. student's life that you can have a senior who you recruited as a freshman, and if that guy sucks, then you can say, okay, well, experiment over, on to the next guy. But... Oh, no. I don't know. I'd
0: happily eat my words. Yeah. Happily, but it's going to be a wet fart.
1: Conzo gives I mean, he gives off confidence. You know what I mean? Like in a way that Kim Anderson didn't have. Well, I think Conzo is confident in his ability to that he I guess Conzo
0: feels like he belongs. Like yeah. Kim Anderson, I think didn't belong. knew he didn't belong and everybody that wasn't a you know, a a homer knew he didn't belong. Yeah. I and mean, it was kind of and if you didn't know, you figured it out pretty quick like, "Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> this guy shouldn't be up here."
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I got the feeling that like every month Kim Anderson looked looked at his check and like the monthly check was like $214,000 and he's like holy
2: fucking oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, this what? was
1: more than I made in 3 years at Orangeburg.
0: Well, and I think part of you know part of it was like, "Oh, well, you know, he's um, you know, he played division 1." Yeah, but division 1 basketball was not division 1 no. basketball when Kim Anderson played. And then when he he became the division 1 basketball coach, the landscape was a much different place. So, to me, he was no more prepared based on his playing experience than anyone else would have been. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, he played well, a
1: different era. He also struck me as a guy who only cared about the X's and O's of basketball. And that, that, he and was that
0: fire was bad.
1: <laughs> we knew that fire bad and X's and O's were good, but like, He wanted to coach basketball. Everything about him being a coach was part of being on the court. And so much of being a D1 Power 5 program is off-the-court stuff. You know what I mean? I think more important than the X's and O's. Because if X's and O's are all you're hiring a coach for, you can grab a guy out of the high school ranks. You know, But clearly, people aren't doing that for a reason. And that is because recruiting, dealing with boosters, dealing with – you know the conferences, dealing with travel, dealing I'm with, with players. all that stuff. Yeah, it, it it you have to have a level of experience that or Kim if you Anderson don't have just an never level
0: would have. of. I don't know. There's yeah. just some guys got it, and some guys ain't. And Kim Anderson didn't have
1: it. No, I just got a lot of feelings like when they were on the road and after a game, a loss, obviously. Uh, Kim <laughs> Anderson would be like, "All right, guys, hop back on the bus," and he's like. Coach, we fly. We're in the division one. Yeah, we don't do buses. This is not nineteen forties triple A ball. And
0: on the bus, boys,
1: we're gonna, you
0: know, we're gonna <laughs> soothe this loss with some Denny's. Yeah, then we're, we're gonna get back on the bus for four hours home.
1: Mm-hmm. We well, maybe we'll stop in Peoria for a bathroom break. No, coach, we have a booster. Who gives us a jet.
0: Yeah, it's got a bathroom on it. I'll <laughs> say, <"What?" laughs>
1: He just wasn't prepared for the yeah. level. I don't know. I don't know if Conzo is, but it, it, I'll tell you this. Some point in between the time when I don't know, I'll say 2012, when we joined the SEC, I quit really being a fan like I was.
0: What's well, like I said when you've been fucking shit for basically for 20 years? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I'd have to look at the do the fucking math and look at my phone for a little while to figure out when it really.
1: I was thinking about it the other day. I, I just like there was a time where I went to a lot of basketball. games. Yeah, I had season sure. tickets to the basketball team. And if I didn't go, I certainly watched. And if I didn't watch, I knew a game was on, and I had a good reason for not watching. And now big games will happen. Our father- And I won't even know that they played. My Our
0: father came into my house this weekend and said, did you watch Mizzou play Florida? I was like, nope. I heard they won. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, yeah, they fucking shot the lights out. It was crazy. I'm like-
1: It was well, a nice reprieve from the yeah, like, last decade. Well,
0: dad, I'm not going to watch the, you know, the 25 games where we are going to shit the bed to, to hopefully get the one game where they shoot 73% from the fucking three point line.
1: Yeah. I don't know what that was about. I don't know. I mean, I do think at the college dad's level. Dad's
0: retired. He's got time.
1: Yeah. I got other <laughs> shit to do. I know what dad Be dad's doing. Be better, Conzo. Be better, Conzo.
0: So I will, I will start prioritizing you.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I just don't know why a 19 year old kid is so erratic. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Well, I guess because they're nineteen,
0: because they're full of they're young, dumb, and full of cum, as that one movie <laughs> used to say. What was it? I think you're ta- point point talking about Point Break. I don't believe it. I mean, that. Right
1: yeah, I think Point Break definitely gets that uh, Saved by the Bell nineties yeah. bell.
2: Yeah, uh,
1: Keanu Reeves doing some of his finest work. Um, very, very obviously. Normal plot line that happens every day in real life. FBI agent has to go undercover as a surfer. Sure. I, I mean, infiltrate the these couple, surfer gangs. I
0: probably know a half dozen FBI agents, They've all done it.
1: They've all been surfers. They've
0: all had to go undercover
1: as surfers. Well, I've known at least, I don't know, half a dozen surfers. Sure. Who, uh, two thirds of them, mm-hmm. which, uh, by my math is. Four, yeah, uh, were FBI agents in sure. disguise. Oh, gotcha. Most of the time, when you see <laughs> surfers, sure, it's sometimes yes, if yeah. the FBI agents aren't communicating well. They, there's a lot of silos. Hey kids, in the FBI. watch Point
0: Break. Yeah, so you know what's going on right now.
1: A lot of F- there'll be FBI agents posing as surfers, trying to infiltrate another group of FBI agents who are also you
0: know what posing Bernard? as surfers. all surfers are FBI agents. They Two-thirds. just don't know it.
1: Yeah, well that's the problem is this or the agency is not organized well like I said there's silos obviously one group they should be in, there's two meetings they should be one sure but instead they don't know that they've got two separate busts going on with the surfer gangs yeah but I digress all of these guys were young dumb full come sure that's that the can't point. help that's all so, right <laughs> anyway Colin we're entering I don't know we, we I'm dead set on doing this. We're going to have our fucking movie review night. We're sure, going to get Caleb sure. in here. I also like to do a decade show sure, about uh, the best plays for Mizzou football over mm-hmm. the last 10 years. We're entering the dead zone of sports. I mean, mm-hmm. it, once the Super Bowl is over, there's nothing.
0: Now, once it, the Chiefs win the Super Bowl.
1: Mm-hmm. Once after the Chiefs are victorious in Super Bowl, there will be, oh, hockey. We're going to pretend to care about hockey? No. No, no we're definitely not going to do that. No. We don't care about I, hockey. I mean, I did watch... Four Blues playoffs games. Did you? Mm-hmm. Good for you. Not the, total, not the whole games. No, but I was, sure. they were on. Uh, I, I, I was I happy would, for the Blues, but I, I'm not a I hockey fan. I sat through the highlights. Yeah.
0: That's how – I mean, I was enthused enough about it. I was like, oh, let's see what the Blues did last
1: I night. I was really happy for him. Not a hockey fan. I'd be lying if I said I was.
0: Well, you know what I, I found about you – know, you're talking about going into fractions. I find about two-thirds of people who say they're hockey fans aren't actually hockey fans.
1: No. There were a lot of lifelong hockey fans that became lifelong hockey <laughs> fans about seven months ago. <laughs> yeah. So. Exactly. Anyway, but uh, I've
0: been diehard since, <laughs> since you know, 365 days ago.
1: Yeah, lifelong. Mm-hmm. A year ago. Well, we'll find a reason to have a show.
0: Well, if for nothing else, we're going to watch the program. We've been talking <laughs> about right. it for like two years now. We watched Varsity Blues.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's been a long while when you think about it. Yeah. And since we did that, we enjoyed it. it yeah. It got a lot of downloads. People obviously enjoyed it. So we're going to watch the program, another football movie that's very, very.
1: Good in some ways. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. The word that we would use is good. Good. Yeah. Well, You'll find out. We watch only it with us.
1: we only want to do watch parties for sh- for football movies. Uh, maybe we'll expand it to sports movies. <laughs> well, I remember. Kenley wants to watch Deer Hunter. I think we'll
0: do <laughs> it. We'll stay away from that one. <laughs> You've seen yeah. the road with Vigo Mortensen? So we'll, so oh, I'll that's a real that uplift. <laughs> I, I
1: didn't. You know, I haven't. I, this is one where I actually read the book and haven't seen the movie. Oh well, look at you. Yeah, I know, fancy pants, a little point here. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think uh, maybe we'll avoid any of uh, any movies that have like uh, Russian roulette. Any in them.
0: any any movie that Caleb picks, basically, mm-hmm. Just, we'll, we'll pick the movie, and Caleb can. We'll find out when we watch the movie we the pick program. out. Well. Did he? I don't know. The point I, is, is that Caleb's going to be an expert on whatever movie we pick. Yeah. Ultimately, he'll be like, oh, I own three copies of it.
1: <laughs> that is Caleb in a nutshell. Yeah. He's seen have everything. the director's cut. Caleb is a vast reservoir of information about yep. good movies.
0: They're <laughs> <laughs> super good.
1: Yeah, and we're going to watch Necessary Roughness because I, I don't know if you've ever seen it or not, but I remember it being really good.
0: <laughs> well, I do remember it being really good, but I was a kid and watched it as an adult, and I would say <laughs> – yeah, good.
1: Yeah, I called it the Dukes of Hazard effect. <laughs> yeah. This is the best show I've ever seen. Oh, well. I <laughs> was
0: a child. Oh, that's yeah, right. Not
1: so great. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Scott Bakler can really throw a football.
1: <laughs> he can. I guess, Colin, we're going to wrap it up. I mean, yeah, we, or we can we,
0: just talk about old movies
1: for a while. I, I could do that. I yeah. could keep it going. But we got a national championship to watch. That's uh, right. Let's and do I that. think we both have money on the line.
0: We do. I bet on LSU, which mm-hmm. means I'm sorry for everyone that did bet on LSU. You're now going to lose.
1: Yeah. Same Z's. <laughs> so let's get the fuck out of here we've done a show we've uh you're welcome contractually obligated to <laughs> yeah, do from right. nobody i guess sure. uh miz Z-O-U.
2: all right brantley oh right Harlan. i came home from work to see my wife crying on the couch My wife is a truck, and when she cries, she honks, honk, honk. My truck wife said, honey, I'm pregnant. So I held her by her side mirror, which is her hand, and then I gazed into her windshield eyes. I said, I'll be proud to be the dad of your truck, baby. Then the truck gave birth right then and there. Out of her tailpipe Which is her pussy Squirting out the tailpipe What did I see? A little baby truck That looks sort of like me It was a full-size truck Covered in human skin It started screaming In a human voice It said, please kill me pain. Why do I exist, please, in my life? I said, no, you're my son, and I'm proud to be the father to this human skin truck, baby. Human skin truck, baby. Human skin truck, baby. Skin truck, skin truck. Human skin truck, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toot, beep, beep, honk, toot, honk, honk, beep, toot, beep, honk, boop, beep, boop. Right, left, right, left, blinkers on the car.
0: Painful, painful sodomy, (laughs) Brennan.